0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 69. Hey, nice. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> Anyways, recorded and released today, January 17th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is...
1: Ahmed, who says 2020. Why would you say 2020?
0: I don't know. It's been 20 so, years now. I'm so used to 2019. No one that... said
1: that either. 2019.
0: Come mm-hmm. on. I out new year new me i'm refreshed it better be and by refreshed i mean i am tired i don't know why i've like literally been i don't know like you know this is stupid i'm not going to go into it you know how it used <laughs> to be like facebook used to be like feeling feeling everything put up a status like ahmed is feeling whatever. xyz yeah I don't yeah know. yeah are you and it was like, always i'm at feeling going to the store it's like what <laughs> What? Anyways, I'm feeling big sleeping. (laughs) I'm feeling going to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so tired this week. I don't know what's going on. You're just getting old. Literally, I wouldn't even be surprised (laughs) if that was the truth. That's fine. I'll just... Every night, it's like, ooh. Tonight, tonight it's Friday night. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to play video games. And I'm going to go sit on the bed, and it's going to be like, ooh, what if you went to sleep? (laughs)
1: Honestly, that's been a mood for me this week as well. This mood... This mood. This I'm week mad. I I went to sleep insane.
0: at 9.15 yesterday.
1: That's pretty early. I went to sleep at like 10.30. Two nights That
0: never happens. Well, yeah. And then the, the nights before that, I'm like, like... I don't know. I was tired last night, so I went... Like, laid down in bed at 8 o'clock. And I played some games on my Switch. And then... By the time, like, 9 o'clock rolled around, like, my eyes were closed, I'm like, wait a second, I'm playing a game. Hello? <laughs> like, wait a second, I'm enjoying my free time. Like, literally, yeah. I just, like, stopped moving my character, and I got shot. I was big dead.
1: <laughs> oh, we are getting old, know. huh? Anyways. I, I don't work know. sucks. I don't like it. It's Man. time to move to Orlando and become vloggers. What the Honestly, fun? Honestly? On YouTube.
0: Houses are so cheap. Who said we're buying a house? It's you can buy a house. It's ridiculous, Ahmed. They were selling, you can get like a seven bedroom, like what used to be a rental house, for like $330,000. That sounds pretty cheap. I don't really know it's anything ridiculous. about real estate. Here, it's like $300,000, ha, you're getting a dog house. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Anyways, just- that's Tom Nook <laughs> laughing in my face. I was just going to say that.
0: Trying to get a nice house. Ha, ha. What, Wait, what is his? What is his comment always? He's, he's always he's got some shit to say. What does that man always say?
1: Um, he's not the one that says enough idle chit chat. No, he says, uh, God, he has like a catchphrase. I totally forgot what it is. I'll look it up. I'll look it up while you while you talk about what you did this past week or past two I, weeks.
0: I I know. Past Why two didn't weeks. we have an episode last week, huh? I know. So we didn't have an episode last week because I was in Florida. Um. I'm sitting here looking up Tom Nook punchline. Uh, he says, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: he says, yes, anyways.
0: yes. <laughs> Slogans for Tom Nook stores. What's this? Oh. What in the high hell is this? I, I think he literally just says,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> Ew, I hate thing. this forum. And he says it in, like, the Animal Crossing voice. So it's like, oh, nah,
0: God. Nah. <laughs> we need those haunted-ass Animal Crossing uh vines or whatever the hell you sent that one day oh my god those, were those wild, so funny anyways um yes yeah, so we so my one of my sisters got into the disney college program so very we exciting. helped her yes we helped her move down there which uh was a trip because we drove down and flew back so driving down is always a lot of fun and very tiring and we did it in one day so that was you drove tiring. down Oh no! Rest yeah, in she had to take her car down, or she wanted to take her car down. So oh, okay. That oh, makes makes sense. We drove a rental car down, and then she drove her car, and then um, we ended up flying back afterwards. But yeah, so we were down there. We started to drive Friday morning, and then we flew back Tuesday night. So it was a pretty short trip, but we did squeeze in a trip to the parks on Sunday, um, and we did Hollywood Studios in the morning, and then Epcot in the afternoon. And for the first time ever, we were out of the park at like five o'clock and we did not go back. So
1: I you only uh, went to the parks one day, one day out of all of the time that you were
0: there. Tell me all of the days. Saturday, we literally got there Saturday morning at like 6 a.m. I guess, and so you were helping her move in and whatnot. Saturday was sleep day. Sunday was the park day. Monday was helper move in day. And then Tuesday we uh, Monday was sort of like official move-in. And then, so we helped her move in on Monday. And then Tuesday, we left. We had to be at, like, we had to leave for the airport at 12. So, tell gotcha. me, Ahmed. I don't know. Disease. I just,
1: I thought that you were there this whole time. No. Frolicking, riding all the rides.
0: No. We were there, we were there just Sunday. And, yeah, we rode Rise of the Resistance. We did get a boarding group. That was very exciting.
1: I was going to say, speaking of rides.
0: Yeah. No we spoiler were...
1: review. How was it?
0: Uh, It was, it was really good. Is really good. I Just don't want to really say anything good? else because wow. I I do think that you can over over yourself a little bit to some extent because like I went in with like the grandest expectations more than you would ever imagine. I don't remember why, but in my head I'm like, oh yeah, it's a 28 minute attraction. 28 and- minute.
1: I mean, I think from like the first time that you're not in a line, like from when you start the pre things, the pre boarding stuff,
0: like the pre show, whatever. Yeah, we clocked it, and it was not twenty eight minutes. So um, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but it was. Yeah, I don't want to. It. I don't want to talk about it because it'll spoil stuff. So it's uh, no. It's really, really good. There's just so much that went into it, and I don't know. Like it baffled me when I really thought about it of like how they keep everything going to like make the ride continue on the way it does. Like I don't know. I guess I look at it and. I'm like, there's so many different things that could break. I'm not surprised it's not broken down like every other hour just because of the timing of everything. And, you know, I don't know. It's it it's is great. a it Marvel very intricate. Yeah, it is a Marvel uh, in and of itself. So it's very interesting. And um, yeah, it'll be would you're going next week.
1: I'm going next week. So we probably won't have an episode next week because literally on the Friday I will be at Hollywood Studios.
0: Oh, okay. Well Writing. then you could uh <laughs> So give let me you know. <laughs> give me your impression there. But tip, so I was just telling Lauren about this. So I don't know if you're familiar with how the virtual queue works, but I'm vaguely familiar. Like you need to be checked into the park yes. by seven AM, by the by the posted time that the park opens, yeah. to be able to enter the virtual queue. And so I was like, We gotta get there at five because I thought it was like the, you get through the park entry, and then you're automatically ready to, like, go into the virtual queue. No. That's not the case. To, yeah, you but, sign up at the time the park opens. Which is kind of bullshit, because people that got there at, like, 6.30, because they, they let everybody into the park at, like, 6.35. So yeah. people that got there at, like, 6.20 were in the same position that I was. Yeah. So, but it's, it's better to, you know, whatever, it's fine. It's better that I was there and I got it, so...
1: And then, I mean, by being there early, you still get to queue up for another ride early and kind of rope drop no, that way for something not else.
0: necessarily, because they let everybody into the park at the same time, so... Yeah,
1: but, like, the areas where they hold, like, the holding pens or whatever, before they, like, drop so you can go to, like, Downhill Boulevard sounds or something. Good.
0: That all sounds good, but we all waited... We, we ended up waiting almost an hour and a half for Smuggler's Run, which I thought was kind of a joke.
1: Oh, yeah, you shouldn't go there first thing. That's, like, the worst thing to do first, because well, everyone goes there first. Well, You're much yeah. better off doing like Slicky Dog or, or Tower of Terror at Rock and Roller Coaster because Smuggler's Run is never going to be a longer wait than it is at first thing in the morning.
0: Well, anyways, that was the only ride. The, those two rides were the only things that my sisters and my my, uh, my mom and Adam haven't. Um, right in. Yeah. So. yeah. That makes sense, you know. I guess. Hello? Lauren, you good? Yeah. Lauren's like choking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened? Um, freaked out. But, yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we went there, we rode that, we rode Rides of the Resistance, we rode, um, we didn't ride anything else in Hollywood Studios, actually. So, Slinky Dog got too high of a weight that we would consider waiting for it. And, yeah, then we went over to Epcot, got on Soren and Living with the Land, the usual rides. And, um,
1: did you get on, or did you see the new show that they have in in the land? Awesome. It wasn't open yet. Oh, it wasn't it open kidding. yet. Oh, just right. It opens today, actually.
0: Yeah, it does open today. So does the new Beauty and the Beast sing-along in... France. I thought it was France, yeah. Yeah. It's so,
1: I will I will let you know how they are.
0: I have all four days planned out. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see your Fast Passes in my app. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm glad.
0: I'm happy for you. There was one that was some like bogus Fast Pass. It was like, Ahmed, what are you doing with your life? Oh,
1: The Little Mermaid, Voyage of Little Mermaid, yes, a Hollow Seas? why? Yeah, that's exclusively so I can get a fourth Fast Pass. Because it's the shortest Fast Pass, like, return window. It's just so that I can get a fourth Fast Pass for, like, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, or something. Because now that they put everything in the first, in the top tier, no one, like, the only other thing that was left was, like, Star Tours, after you get literally any one of the ones. So, after I do my first three, I can get a fourth.
0: Oh, I see what you did. Okay. I see. Star Tours? Get that garbage out of here.
1: Yeah, like I'm not actually gonna ride Star Tours, <laughs> like I just I literally just want to get the three out of the way, to do, the fourth.
0: Why do you have two Living with the Land fast passes?
1: Um, cause I'm going with my family. Do you see my family in there, or do you no, see it two different I just, times?
0: I just see two different times. Oh, I, I guess you're seeing some of
1: my family that has it for two different times, cause like they, <laughs> I booked and then my family was like, "Ooh, cool, we're coming with you," and they hijacked the whole trip, which is fine, but. So they, like, didn't get the exact same times that I did. Interesting. But, yeah, very exciting. What else did you do besides Disney World?
0: Uh, Well, since we were, you know, going, I was traveling, I did bring my Switch. I did get a good amount of games played. I was, I was going to say beaten. They're not beaten. Um, you were able I to play while in the car? Uh, No, I did not play while I was uh, in the car. I was like, did, that would kill me. I did some work stuff, and, um we, I ended up switching, like my mom drove one car, and then I ended up driving my sister's car because they were both tired, so um, we ended up doing that, so I ended up driving the majority of the time um, that I wasn't doing like work stuff, but yeah, no, I was playing actually like at the, uh, at the hotel and stuff like that, so um, I did play some Ori and the Blind Forest, some more Ori and the Blind Forest, the game is really good, and it's like very perfect on Switch, so really enjoying that. Um, so I started Katana Zero, which I bought during, like, the Christmas sale. And it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, it's like one of those games where, like, if you get shot once, you die. But it's like, you've never played Hotline Miami. Hopefully you download it, because I sent you the code. I did, um, but I haven't played it. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Hotline Miami is one of those games where you have to, like, plan out, like, the rooms. So there's, like, four enemies. One might have a knife, and then the other two might have guns. So the gunners are going to shoot at you, and then the knife guy is going to run at you. So you have to, like, plan out how you're going to kill all three of them before they kill you, essentially. So it sounds a lot more complex than it is. So Katana Zero is very similar, but whereas Hotline Miami you have uh, guns, Katana Zero you literally have, like, a katana. And you're, like, a samurai person. So, And I actually beat that game. It's a pretty short game. It's, like, four hours long, but... Um, I played a good amount of it when we were at the hotel and then I finished it off, uh, last night actually when we were here, uh, back home. So it was fun. Little game was like $9 on sale and, uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, like it really encouraged like second playthrough," and I'm like, no, I got other games to play. (laughs) Like I don't got time for that. So I started my friend Pedro, which I don't know. Like I don't, I'm not. That's not know.
1: with the banana or whatever, right? Yeah,
0: I I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if it's gonna change at all, but right now it seems very strange, like strange to the point that I don't know how much more I'm gonna play of it. Um, I actually fell asleep playing this game. So, um, but <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. It it's one of those games where I'll give it a shot, and um, you know, if I don't like it, then I'll just stop and move on to the next one. There's plenty of games to play. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, watched the season finale of High School Musical, the Musical, the series. Oh, so good. And, uh, that was that, which was nice. Um, really enjoyed that a lot. And... Did you ever finish The Mandalorian? No,
1: I have oh not finished Oh my god. Really. It's shorter episodes than High School Musical. Come on. No, End they're the not. They really are. They're less than 27 minutes. High School Musical, the Musical series are not 27 minutes. They're a little longer. Some of okay. them are like 40
0: minutes. Okay, that's bullshit. Go check the app. Anyways, I am not believe you either. <laughs> they absolutely it. are. I will check right now because it's your turn. What? Dropping, is, oh, thanks. oh! I also watched. I, Lauren and I went to go see Little Women as well, which was uh, very enjoyable. It was really
1: good. I, I have, I actually saw that as well. And I, having no knowledge of the original story, like I've never seen any of the original, or the, like the other movies, I've never obviously read the book or anything. But it was really good. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Uh, hold up. We have High School Musical, the musical, High School Musical, the musical, the series sing-alongs now? Mm-mm. Okay. For the record. Episode 1, 38 minutes. Episode 2, 32 minutes. 3, 31 minutes. 4, 29 minutes. 5, 27 minutes. 6, 27 minutes. 7, 34 minutes. 8, 31. 9, 27. 10, 27. Anyways. So, thank you. Some of them Moving are longer on.
1: than 27.
0: The same thing, okay,
1: I guess Mandalorian averages 40 minutes. Exactly. It's just 10 more minutes. It's fine. It's still an excellent show. I love Mandalorian.
0: Uh, I'm about to turn on the sing-along right here.
1: (laughs) Please don't. Um, How many hours of Overwatch did you play in 2019?
0: Hmm. Well, it's a good thing that I looked at my PlayStation year-in-review email, huh? Yeah. Uh, Give me one moment. Oh, here it is. One moment, I played se- uh, My top games were Overwatch at 78 hours. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 at 37 hours, which I'm kind of impressed that I played that much of that game. But I did beat it. Um, and Star I Wars Jedi played. Fallen Order at 12 hours. Oh, well, hey, I didn't even realize that. That was my third played game. Anyways.
1: Nice. So my top three, <laughs> starting from the bottom going up, I played Uncharted Lost Legacy for 11 hours. Detroit Become Human for 14 hours. And overwatch was my number one most played with two hundred ninety four whole hours and I'm still not even, hours still not even good at the game so
0: that is I remember <laughs> when I had to beg you to buy this video game. It's just now a fun an animal it's a fun way to decompress after a long day at work so what is it twenty four hours times seven days times fifty two weeks and you played how many hours two hundred and ninety four hours yes. Uh, eight seven three six. So you played Overwatch for four percent of the year. <laughs> that's technically fine. technically it's three point three six, but we're rounding it up to four. Sure, that's fine.
1: I feel like I'm okay with that. Time well spent for the most part, except for the parts where I was losing and getting mad. Anyways, uh, I uh, I finished the Outer Worlds last week, so add that to like the three games that i finished in my entire life um it was really good I really enjoyed it um but it's not one of those rpgs where once you finish the main story you just like keep going back and finishing side quests like once you finish you're done um which i kind of liked because i was in like thinking about oh like maybe i'll go finish all the side quests but then it was like i didn't make any saves before fin- like going into the final area so there was no way that i could have left so, it, like, I kind of boxed myself in, which is for the better, because now I can move on to bigger and better things, like Jedi Fallen Order, which I started. Um, and it's really good so far. Um, I think I only completed, like, the first planet, but that was it. I think my upstairs neighbor is bowling currently, so that's exciting. <laughs> um, and then I started, or I finished, actually, I started and finished Rami on Hulu. Um, which is a show about an Egyptian-American guy like who went to Rutgers and um, and is living in New Jersey or whatever. So it's very, like, really close to home, and a lot of the episodes, like, I don't know, it was very uh, accurate to my life and my experiences. Um, and then it, he ended up actually winning the Golden Globe um, for, like, Best TV Show or whatever TV drama um, or something like that, or maybe Best Actor. I don't actually know. Maybe I'll look it up. But... Um, It was really, really good show. And then I watched The Grudge, which is by far.
0: So it's it's after his life.
1: It's it's kind. I think it's semi autobiographical. I think because he he actually did or what? No, 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 no. It's it's just a regular like, just the experiences of being an Egyptian American Muslim, growing up in America. Gotcha. And he, but I'm pretty sure he went to Rutgers. Like we went to school at the same time. He's 28
0: interesting so
1: we are all very close um let me see what do you want the global, golden globe for golden globe win yeah actor in a musical or comedy tv series um but yeah it's a really good show i would recommend it and then i watched the grudge which is by far the worst movie i think i've ever seen in my entire life like genuinely that bad it was really like it wasn't even a little bit enjoyable like you know how some movies are like bad but they're good are so bad that they're good. This was literally just bad, bad. Me and our friend, my friend Carla were just sitting there like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Why did we actually spend time? It was, it was awful. It was really, really bad, um, which is unfortunate because we went to Comic-Con and at the panel, it seemed like it was gonna be all great, and then it wasn't. But as a redemption, I saw Little Women, which I, we've discussed, and then I also saw 1917, which is truly one of the best pictures of the year. I think it's dethroned toy story 4 in my top five for the year it is really 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 good um definitely go see it if you have a chance to see it while it's in dolby Uh, it's like excellent i think you really enjoy it it's not like your typical war movie where it's just all constant action it's very like i don't even know how to describe it it's just very tense it's all done in one shot or it looks like it's all done one shot there's maybe like two actual cuts that you can't really notice because they're really good at blending them. Um, but it's really, really well done. I enjoyed it a lot. Hmm. It's on the list. It uh it won the Golden Globe for best picture, and it's probably it's like one of the top contenders at the Oscars.
0: Really? I thought yeah. uh well, actually I haven't been keeping up. Cost Wake Up predictions.
1: I guess we can look up or we could talk about the Oscar nominations. Remember those? Those happened. Start off our it's hot funny. tops. You for act like there's
0: nothing to talk about when there's like a thousand articles here, you're like, mm, "We need more."
1: <laughs> I didn't say anything. It's fine. All right, let's. We can go over the Oscar nominations real quick to start off our hot tops. Um, just go over the, the big the big categories. We don't have to jump into everything here. So, for Best Picture, um, obviously we have 1917. But we also have Parasite, which I think. I want to win because I love Parasite the most. Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Little Women, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, The Irishman, and Ford. Excuse me, Ford versus Ferrari, which is kind of surprising. I didn't realize Ford versus Ferrari would be like an Oscar picture, but sure, I've actually seen it. Um, Best director. You actually Ma- have seen it? I haven't seen it. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Best director: Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite um, Best Actor we have Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory which is a Spanish movie which I didn't even I don't, I don't think most people have seen um, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Adam Driver for Marriage Story Joaquin Phoenix for Joker and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes The Two Popes is a, um, is a Netflix original actually which mm-hmm. I didn't even realize Then we have Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, um, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy, and Best Supporting Actor, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which is, (laughs) I know that he's not technically the lead character in the movie, but it's weird that he is Mr. Rogers, but he's Best Supporting Actor.
0: No, that that makes 100% sense. He's not the main character.
1: I mean, I know that in my head, but it still doesn't feel right. Um, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci also in The Irishman, uh, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Best Supporting Actress is Kathy Bates in Richard Jewell, uh, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Uh, Let's see what other fun standouts there are here. Uh, Knives Out is nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Um... Oh, Best Animated. Uh, How to Train Dragon, The Hidden World, um, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. I really want to see Missing Link. That's what won at the Golden Globes for Best Animated.
0: Yeah, I've seen um, pictures of it. It's got that weird, like... Um, it's almost like Claymation look. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I've seen trailers for it, and I meant to see it, but I think it was a limited release. It wasn't in theaters for very long.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. So it's funny as you're going through these, I'm looking at different uh, prediction websites. Uh, Screen Rant predicts that 19 no, uh, that they that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's going to win for Best Picture, really. And then this other one that I just read predicted Parasite, and oh, then yeah. now the Screen Rant article predicts 1917. Sam Mendes is going to win Best Director. The other one predicted the Parasite director. Uh, so maybe they're Maybe they're partial to *Parasite*, like you.
1: I feel like Best Picture and Best Director are so close together. Like, I don't understand why they're different awards. It's tough
0: to have a Best Picture will not also
1: giving a nod not to the
0: director. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's
1: a weird separation. Um, but I bought *Parasite* digitally, so if you want to borrow my Voodoo login and watch it, Ooh, you're more than maybe. More welcome to. It is an excellent, excellent movie. It's out officially. It is out officially as of Monday, I think, or Tuesday. A few days hmm. ago. Uh, let's see. Best original song. I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. I'm going to Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Ooh, like I'm standing that song. With You from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. I've heard and of that one. Stand Up from Harriet. These will be fun because they obviously perform them all throughout the Oscars. Um,
0: oh, that means that, uh, that means that Elton John will probably be there. Yeah. So of course he's going to be there uh even though taron egerton got snubbed he truly did yeah we can talk
1: all day about snubs um we're just reporting the facts people uh avengers sam raimi
0: really wins and then uh you know whatever sam raimi what is he winning for who he, he won uh for what do you call it uh oh my god the queen movie
1: oh um you mean rami malek Rami Malek. Well, why was am I thinking of Sam San Raimi? Maybe? Spider-Man 3? Um, oh, yikes. Avengers Endgame was nar- not naminated. <laughs> <It> was naminated. <laughs> naminated. <laughs> For uh, Best Visual Effects. And so was The Lion King, unfortunately. And so was Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, actually. <laughs> it's like the
0: throwaway category. Kind of like, yeah, I remember all those really popular movies. Just throw them in here.
1: Very interesting. Very interesting. I think my only, like, definite... Prediction is 1917 winning Best Cinematography. Like, there's no way that it doesn't because of how it's, like, just all one shot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, really, like, really fascinated me. But that's that for the Oscars. Great. A bunch of movies that I haven't seen. You can see Parasite, and that's really all you need to see. I promise. When it doesn't sweep, then I'll kill myself. So, Whoa. in other news, I Disney... Disney is dropping Fox, um, the Fox name, in a rebranding. Apparently, uh, this one comes from IGN, but they say Variety reports that 20th Century Fox will be known as 20th Century Studios going forward, while Fox Searchlight Pictures will be known as Searchlight Pictures. However, no decision has yet been made about changing the names of 20th Century Fox Television and Fox 21 Television Studios.
0: So, just
1: thought that was interesting. As Disney continues to take over the world
0: not yeah not entirely surprising i mean they want to do their own little thing restructuring or rebranding i guess i don't know
1: i wonder if the fox tv channel did the is the fox tv channel included in the deal i don't even know i don't know how that how that
0: breaks out fox or thing who knows oh Nobody this one's knows. you're big sad over this one Oh, i was so upset about this do you want to take it? Do you want to talk about it? I'll <laughs> Let take your it. Feelings talk out? about it. Cry about it. sweep <laughs> about it. Um, so I guess the Liz McGuire series is in trouble, uh, and this one comes from Vice, who reports on Thursday. Variety reported that Terry Minsky, the show's creator, stepped down from the revival after two episodes of filming. Without declaring a new sh- a showrunner, the fate of the series is now unclear. Fans have a sentiment attached to Liz McGuire and high school expectations. Uh, in high expectations, whoops, for a new series, a Disney representative said in a statement. After filming two episodes, we concluded that we need to move in a different creative direction and are putting a new lens on the show. So take that as you will. That to me says this might get murdered and assassinated and uh, never to return. I think it'll definitely
1: still happen. It's just going to be
0: now delayed. The show's creator, though, the creator walked off. Like, it's just very strange.
1: Yeah, how do you have creative di- differences with, with the, the creator who, who made it, who has the whole vision? I don't know. Like, it was their whole idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's very strange.
0: So, I guess we'll see what happens, but I hope for the best, obviously, and that, you know, the show I mean, doesn't go yeah. under. And it sucks
1: that they already filmed two episodes. They're probably going to have to scrap, and Hillary Duff's probably just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go back to my family now.
0: I mean, I don't. yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think anybody's really worried about the fact that, you know, they've got two episodes in already, um, but it is what it is. So hopefully it survives. That's all.
1: Yeah. With hope. Uh, speaking of things that are in trouble, so is Mindhunter, uh, the re- Netflix original series, which I haven't even started yet, but I know it's good. <laughs> one day I'll watch it. Um, this one comes from Variety. Variety has confirmed that the show's cast members have been released from their contracts, and uh, Netflix is not ruling out a third season of the series. Uh, however, it's apparently depending on executive producer David Fincher's schedule. So there's no real reasoning as to why this has happened, I guess. Um, but yeah, if you were excited for season three of Mindhunter, don't be.
0: I'll be honest, I didn't even know that Mindhunter was a TV show, so that's good. Really? It's starring
1: Jonathan Groff. It's like a. Um, obviously, it's fictional. But it's based on like real-life murders and murderers. And it's like this dude investigating, analyzing their lives. I'm, I've
0: never heard that know. in my entire life. But okay. Really? Anyways,
1: it's a good show, apparently. So maybe one day I'll watch it.
0: That's why it's being renewed, huh? <laughs> it was renewed for season two.
1: That's mm-hmm. rare Netflix these days. Netflix is always putting things on their chopping block. You ever go through, just actually scroll through Netflix originals and you're like, I haven't even heard a little bit of any of these things.
0: Literally, there's so many of them.
1: They release a ridiculous amount of originals. They just, I don't understand where the production budget comes from. And it's Mm -hmm. definitely not for my $14 a month. (laughs) But we'll see. No, it's not.
0: Speaking of which, um, kind of side note that we don't have highlighted here, but the new Disney Plus Diary of a President, or whatever it's called, Diary of... Anyways, maybe I should have thought this one through before I (laughs) opened my mouth. (laughs) I just saw it in my email. Diary of a Future President yes. is now streaming. Oh,
1: the one with like Gina Rodriguez or whatever? Yes. Sure. I don't think that was on my list to watch, so I think I'm just going to pass on that one.
0: Neither was mine, Hunter. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moving on. National Treasure 3 is happening. Nicholas Cage
0: Apparently. 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 Don't get everybody hyped up. Sorry. Allegedly. Lauren, Lauren like whipped her neck and was like, when?
1: <laughs> Honestly, same. Uh, A new report, this one comes from Slash Film, a new report indicates that Bad Boys for Life co-creator Chris Bremner is writing the script for the third entry in the Nicolas Cage adventure series, which will presumably send Cage's Benjamin Gates on a yet another silly and entertaining, historically inaccurate adventure.
0: (laughs) National Treasure 3. They're not
1: wrong. Right. They really are. They really are not. Uh, National Treasure 3 has been a possibility for several years now, but the project has stalled out multiple times. But now it looks like the third film might be happening after all. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. What are they stay yeah. this time?
0: I mean, this would be this would be good. I like the uh, national treasure movies a lot. So honestly, I'm down yeah, for they're so much fun. I am down with that.
1: You know what? I'm more I'm down, down. with? For, Taika Waititi directing a Star Wars movie? Possibly. <laughs> Allegedly. Do you want to take this one?
0: Sure, I'll take this one. So the Hollywood Reporter uh, did break the news here about Taika Waititi. Being courted for a Star Wars movie. Not tapped on the shoulder, not asked, courted.
1: The way they, that's worded, it makes me feel like they're taking him out on a date, like giving him literally. Nice dinner, and they're like, hmm, how about some Star Wars? You know, ew, oh,
0: stop. <laughs> you know how, like, on the, uh, on, like, Planet Earth and stuff like that, they'll have, they'll show, like, birds that, like, dance and stuff to try to, like, mate? <laughs> yes. You, can, you can see Kevin Feige, like, dancing around Taika Waititi, Kevin, like,
1: Oh, because Kevin Feige's producing the new Star Wars Right, yeah, right.
0: so, okay, so uh, Hollywood Reporter reports, Taika Waititi, the filmmaker behind the Oscar-nominated Jojo Rabbit and Thor Ragnarok, has been approached to develop a Star Wars movie, sources tell Hollywood Reporter. The move comes as two Star Wars streams arc in different directions. Waititi is coming off great acclaim from the fan from the community for directing the final episode of Season 1 of Mandalorian, the live-action series on Disney+, Plus that became must-watch uh, TV, in part thanks to Baby Yoda. He also voiced the popular droid character IG-11. He did? Uh, I didn't realize he voiced it. Anyways, I'm behind the times. Yeah. <laughs> um. Additionally, Jojo Rabbit, which he wrote and directed earlier this week, earned six Oscar nominations, including for Best Picture. So, not entirely at our own possibility. Uh, Mandalorian kind of got him in here. Um, But yeah, so.
1: I mean, it doesn't hurt that Thor Ragnarok was one of the best MCU movies. So I feel like his touch on an entirely new Star Wars story outside of the Skywalker
0: nonsense would be uh would be really good. Yeah, I I would agree. So this'd be good, I hope. Um hopefully it's all true. And we'll see. See what He's, happens with the Star Wars cinematic universe.
1: Hopefully he accepts his uh the mating call.
0: Stop. Oh my god, the courting <laughs>
1: Um speaking of star wars apparently colin trevorrow's star wars 9 original script was leaked um by the same subreddit that ended up leaking like scenes from the end of uh what what was what we know as the rise of skywalker um so this one comes from esquire never underestimate star wars leakers a devoted group of fans who post daily on the star wars leaks subreddit somehow managed to publish a fairly comprehensive script breakdown of the rise of skywalker months before its release, um, and it was real to anyone who, saw, who read the breakdown had the entire movie spoiled, um, so they obviously, you know, spoiled the real movie, but now they have found the original script somehow, I don't know, and apparently it was supposed to be called Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of Fates, um, and, you know, they go into the whole like what the the opening crawl was supposed to be. Like they have a word for word here. The iron grip of the first order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Um, so it kind of picks off exactly or picks up exactly where uh, the last Jedi left off, as opposed to talking about the dead speak. Um, and in this version, <laughs> I mean, not to not to spoil anything crazy, but in this version, um, I don't know. There's significant changes to the ending. We'll say where there isn't, you know any more Palpatine. So villains that we know and love
0: stay villains in this version. So
1: very, very interesting.
0: I got to read this. I'm, I'm curious to see. I mean, I was telling you before we started recording here that it's baffling because I guess I was reading the article and it was like, yeah, the Star Wars leaked subreddit leaked out the final scenes of the rise of Skywalker in October. And I was like, uh, hello, that was two months before the movie came out. Yeah. I didn't realize that the whole movie
1: was leaked that early. Because yeah. I remember, like, even when Endgame, like, quote unquote, leaked, n- when you look back, none of the leaks were really real. Or, like, maybe they were, like, halfway there, but they weren't, like, totally right. So I'm surprised that this was, like, actually accurate.
0: Yeah. Star Wars fans know no bounds. Truly. But it's fine. You know, you know what else knows no bounds? The show Sex Education on Netflix. I hear wow. season two has just dropped. Season two has indeed dropped as of today.
1: Very exciting. That's what I'll spend my weekend doing. Staying in from the cold. Getting me sex-educated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's jump into all the good video game news here. We've got quite a bit uh, to cover. Actually, this should be fairly quick, but the first batch of news here was uh, took the internet by storm, if you will. So yeah.
1: remember two weeks ago when we went over all these games and the release dates, and now four of them, them, are delayed. them
0: have been delayed? Mess. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Just the other day, I think it was Monday actually, yeah, Monday, I don't know, Uh, Square Enix posted up about Final Fantasy VII and the Avengers game, and they said, hey, we're delaying Final Fantasy VII Remake from March 3rd to April 10th. March 3rd is in like less than two months, so that's a pretty close delay um, at this point. So, I mean, I don't know, every Final Fantasy game gets delayed, so whatever. But Avengers got delayed from May 15th all the way out to September 4th. Oof. So that was a pretty hefty one. So that happened. Then the next day, so actually this must have been yesterday's Thursday, so I guess it must have been like Wednesday that this happened, possibly Tuesday. Uh, so then yesterday, uh, all of a sudden, it's, hey, Cyberpunk 2077 is getting delayed from April 16th to September 17th. <laughs> that is a five-month delay. That is um, Which is excessive. Bad. Yeah. So, you know, CD Projekt Red put out a statement. Much as the teams that worked on those two uh, Square Enix games also put out a statement, and then today, out of the blue, first thing in the morning, Iron Man VR delayed from February twenty eighth, which is in one month, to <coughs> May fifteenth. That's fine. So, that game could never
1: come out, and I'd be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that game made me super sick, so I don't plan on buying it. So, um, but anyway, but still, point of the matter is, you know, that was a game that was supposed to be coming out. So I don't know what's going on. Obviously we saw this with the Last of Us part two, where they made a big announcement, drummed up this huge hype uh, level to say, oh yeah, here's the Last of Us's date. Uh, just kidding, it's going to release May 25th or whatever
1: literally now, so. a week later they delayed it.
0: Yeah, so a couple things here. So Final Fantasy VII getting pushed out to April, pit, uh, pit it right up against cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is now delayed, so that's no longer the case. But there's a ton of games, so if you refer back to the list that we put up, or that we talked to, through on the last podcast, I mean, Resident Evil 3 is in there, Persona 5 Royal, Animal Crossing New Horizons, which I swear if that game gets delayed, I'll murder someone. Um,
1: are you talking about all in like the March-April time frame?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still a ton of games, so yeah. it's not like all is lost, but it's uh, those are pretty hefty, big-name games that were delayed.
1: I, for one, am happy about the Cyberpunk play specifically because I am really looking forward to that game. And I feel like that's a game that's going to, like, I'll have to dedicate a lot of time to. And I, this year, one of my goals is to actually play Red Dead Redemption 2. So this is good news for me because <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't have been able to play it because Lord knows I'm not going to beat it by April
0: 16th. All right, 10.51 10 10 p.m., January the 17th, 2020. Uh, we are here, and Ahmed is saying he's going to play Red Dead Redemption 2. I will. Bottoms up to that.
1: And the devil laughs. It's a good winter game to play, I feel like.
0: Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it is. So what, what are your thoughts on these delays, other than the fact that everything's about you and everything's going to be great for your interests?
1: Everything is about me, and everything is going to be great for my interests. Um I mean, it's fine. I would rather games be delayed and be better for it than be rushed to release and patched after the word. After the, word, after the fact. Like, I feel like Anthem could have benefited from a delay. Like,
0: more than it already had?
1: It was... I don't know, I guess. How long... I don't remember how much... How delayed it was. I can't speak.
0: I don't know. I don't know how delayed it was either, but I know that there were a number of delays, so... Well, I, I 100% agree with you, and I do think that I'd rather the games be delayed and then come out well and succeed than for them to not do that, right? So Avengers, I'm very curious to see if we see an overall facelift of all those characters with the new faces on them um, or, you know, new character designs in general. Uh, Iron Man VR, I probably think that there's just not enough content in that game to justify it. It probably doesn't run well with VR. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'd say that they're probably just... Excuse me. They're probably just polishing okay. and what... Yeah, I had like a... a I burped and then it just... It went a little more wild than expected. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think it's just all polish. Um, I don't think there's anything more there. Cyberpunk supposedly is all polish. Apparently the game is playable and pretty much done. They're just polishing it now, so that's fine. It's a huge open world game. I'd rather not fall through floors and all that good stuff. For
1: Final Final Fantasy?
0: No, Cyberpunk. Oh, I was
1: like, what are you talking about?
0: Final right. Fantasy is going to be the same thing. Where it's, they're all just bugs. Yeah. I mean, that game should be done too, but who the hell knows? That's one of those games that I'm never going to play, so whatever. Um, Speaking of yeah. games you're never going to play, Pokemon <laughs> Sword and Shield have their DLC announced and detailed. Uh, this one comes from GameSpot, and they report on all of the new stuff coming. So... Pokémon Sword and Shield DLC announced adds new Pokémon, areas, and more. Uh, so, Pokémon Sword and Shield are getting paid DLC uh, during the Big Nintendo Direct. Uh, po- Nintendo and the Pokémon Company announced an expansion pass for the two uh, for the Switch Pokémon games, which will cost thirty dollars USD and consists of two DLC packs that each add new environments, new Pokémon, over one hundred clothing items, and much more to the adventure. The first expansion expansion is called the Isle of Armor, which arrives this June and allows players to travel to the Eponymous Island, which is home to a handful of new and returning Pokemon not found in the the Galar region. Uh, The theme of this expansion is growth among the new uh, Pokemon that players can discover here is the new legendary Kubfu, Kubfu, a fighting type bear that can evolve into Urshifu. Urshifu has two possible forms, single strike style or rapid strike style. The former is a dark uh, dark fighting type, while the latter is fighting slash water. Each of Urshifu's forms is also able to Gigantamax. What is his name? Anyways. um, Players will encounter never-before-seen characters on the Isle of Armor as well, such as Mustard, a former Pokemon League champion, and Leon's mentor. Hello, Mustard. Uh, That's me. I'm Mustard. (laughs) Training under Mustard on the Isle of Armor is a new rival character who will differ depending on which version you're playing. Pokemon Sword players will meet Clara, a cunning Poison-type trainer, while shield players will face off against Avery, a gentlemanly psychic-type trainer. Um, there's the second expansion. I'm not going to go too much further into this. The Crown Tundra. That'll follow sometime this fall. The theme of that uh, that expansion is exploration. Uh, it'll be set in the Crown Tundra. Uh, it's home to a variety of new returning Pokemon. And the grass psychic-type Calyrex. Um... New and old Pokemon. As previously mentioned, each each expansion introduces an assortment of new and returning Pokemon. You'll only be able to capture these Pokemon either on the Isle of Armor or in the Crown Tundra. Purchase. uh, uh, Sorry, excuse me. Players who haven't purchased the expansion pass can still obtain the monsters through trading. There will be new regional variants for some of the familiar Pokemon, such as Galarian Slowpoke, uh, so on and so forth. So people are kind of pissed off about that. They're pissed off that they're not going to be able to have access to the Pokemon. You have to pay to get the Pokemon. So. Understood there. Uh, now, what's going to happen here? Uh, following the Pokemon Direct, Pokemon Company is going to roll out an update for Sword and Shield that lets players sample the new expansion pass content. After the update goes live, you'll be able to head to Wedgehurst Station and meet Clara Avery, depending on which version you own. And you'll also be able to catch a Galarian Slowpoke, whether or not you purchased the expansion pass. Uh, so if you if you pick up the pass, you get a Pikachu uniform and an EV uniform for your trainer uh what else and that's pretty much it and i also forgot to mention pokemon mystery dungeon uh is getting a remake for switch and that was announced um in that pokemon direct as well and that's a remake of the pokemon mystery dungeon game boy advance games
1: that's some big exciting news i know a lot of people were very hyped about that i saw on my twitter feed at least
0: yeah and that's coming out uh when the hell is that coming out
1: Nobody knows. Wait. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Pokemon. Mystery.
0: Oh, out March 6th. There you go. So it does combine uh, Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team. Red Rescue Team was previously only for Game Boy Advance, and Blue Rescue Team was for DS. So it's one of those cross-generation games, type of games. Um, Oh, interesting. Interesting. It's combining those two, and it'll be coming out, uh, like I said, in March. So very exciting. Art style looks super cool. Those games are a lot of fun. I played a lot of those games on the DS. So it's uh, pretty cool stuff. The price tag of sixty dollars is not so cool, but you know,
1: sixty doll hairs. Yeah, that's a little bit too many doll hairs. It's that Nintendo money. <laughs> it really is that Nintendo money? That Nintendo tax? Literally. Um, Speaking of Nintendo nonsense, so we got a new announcement for the uh, sixth, sixth, right? Yeah, sixth Super Smash Bros. DLC fighter, and it's yet another Fire Emblem character, which is extremely disappointing. It's Biolith from Fire Emblem Three Houses, releasing on January twenty eighth. He's a Fire Emblem character. He has a sword. <laughs> Big shocker there. Um, there's nothing good know.
0: to say on this one. I mean, it's, it's one of those annoying. things where there's a lot of rumors um, leading up to this. And... Masahiro Sakurai put up this picture. And it was like, oh yeah, Nintendo Direct for Smash is coming. And it's a picture of him holding up three fingers. Which can mean a number of things. Three houses, like Fire Emblem Three Houses perhaps, which is what it ended up being. Um, but... People were like, oh, Devil May Cry 3 is supposed to be coming out on Switch. Devil May Cry 3, Dante from Devil May Cry series coming to Smash. So all these conclusions were drawn. And um, then Sakurai drummed up the hype even further. In the very beginning of the direct, he's like, a lot of people, even at Nintendo, don't even know what this character is. Blah, blah, blah. And it's going to take some time for them to, you know, get it ready for launch and blah, blah, blah. So everyone's like, hype out the roof. And they're like, "Hello, it's me, a Fire Emblem."
1: What do you mean? What do you mean that no one at Nintendo knows what this character is? Anyways, it was. I guess bizarre. they didn't know he was coming to, to Smash specifically, but
0: no, it was like they didn't know that their character was being released today, or you know, whatever, oh, January twenty yeah. eighth. Uh, anyways, what a booty ass final character of the Fighters Pass. If I, right. if there was another Fighter Pass coming, I'd be pissed, more pissed than I am.
1: If there wasn't, or if there was not, yeah, and oh, that was yeah, like I'd the like, last what? character. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, really? Where's my crash? Where's my spiral? Where's my um, refund? The more exciting news I, I thought is the new me Fighter costumes. Um, even though I like rarely play as me Fighter, um, but they got a bunch of Mega Man skins so the Mega Man, um, Rabbids costume, and then Altair from Assassin's Creed and a Cuphead skin, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, it kind of looks the Altair one, kind of looks like a Lego Assassin's Creed, because <laughs> it's like tiny, a tiny little Mii. Um, but the Cuphead one looks really cool. So if you play some Mii Fighter, make sure to dress it up in some skins. And then, speaking of uh, the Fighter's Pass, Fighter's Pass Volume 2 is detailed. It is now going to feature six DLC fighters, as opposed to Volume 1 had uh, five. It's available for pre purchase starting January 28th. All six fighters will be available by December 31st, 2021. Which is an insane time window, but sure, um, and yeah, I don't know. That one comes from Nintendo Life.
0: One thing, one thing to note here. So you did mention that um, it does have six characters. So one thing to note is that the other Fighter Pass did have five characters plus Piranha plus Plant. Plus Piranha Plant. Yeah, you're right.
1: I yeah, did, I always forget the Piranha Plant wasn't technically one of the five, but like was in that time frame. Yeah. Into nesting um speaking of nintendo while we're on the topic um this one comes from the verge japan's super nintendo world theme park will feature smart Ooh, i'm like dying smart mario themed wristbands um so apparently this is the park is uh launching ahead of the 2020 tokyo olympics so i guess in this spring um but i don't know if we know anything specific about it like i don't think we know about what the rides are do we
0: no, Has this ever not, been I about? mean they did they did talk about like there's gonna be a Yoshi ride and there's gonna be like a Mario Kart ride and they didn't really detail like what the ride vehicles are gonna look like. Like even if you look in that picture, there is you could see the Yoshi little things. It looks like a little like just riding the Yoshi and like it's a slow dark ride almost. Um yeah. and then there the Mario Kart attraction supposed to like the big attraction. The biggest thing that yeah. they showed off at this event though were these little power up bands. Because they connect to your phone, and then presumably eventually they'll connect to your switch. Um, but like people, there's all these videos of them like taking the little wristband and like hitting the question mark block, and like getting coins and collecting coins and using that to do stuff. And the app really connects with your uh, with your device. Your little you can call it a watch, I guess, but the little wristband.
1: It looks like a magic band, to be totally honest. It does. Um, but i didn't this is also a random thing uh galantis and charlie xcx collaborated to write the official theme song called we are born to play
0: oh it's very i didn't know that huh
1: yeah i didn't know it until just now um but yeah we don't know much else about the expansion besides confirmation that there will indeed be a real world mario kart ride because how in the world could you open super nintendo
0: world without one of those um
1: hopefully this comes to america soon or we'll just have to go to japan so weird.
0: Someone commented and said, "Looks like it's just Super Mario World right now. Are we getting an F0 coaster, Pikmin Land, a Pokémon Zone, a Metroid ship?" Someone goes, "Probably will come in an expansion pack for later." Anyways, <laughs> there'll
1: be a Fighters Pass. I mean, yeah, that's an that's an interesting that's an interesting point to bring up. I don't know why I never thought of that cuz like it says Super Nintendo World, but it's in the Super Mario 64 font, but it's it's still it's not Super Mario World, it's Nintendo World. So, I wonder when we'll see other properties populate. Yeah, I, I if, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. The Let's marathon. See.
0: Get ready. What's the marathon? Not really. Uh, like Metro what? Metro Redux is coming to Switch on February 28th. Uh, this one comes from Engadget. Uh, Metro Redux, the double game collection, including Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light, has been available for on PS4, Xbox One, and PC since 2000. And fourteen. Now, four games bring Metro Redux to Nintendo Switch. The combo will be available on February twenty eighth. Should be available for pre order soon, and it's going to cost forty nine ninety nine, which is the biggest goddamn joke of the planet. I mean, that's like ridiculous. These games have been like two dollars each.
1: They really have been on Steam. Constant. Like I remember buying. I I bought Metro twenty thirty three and Metro Last Light, the original versions, on Steam for like five bucks each, and then the Redux version came out, and I bought that one and it was also like five dollars for both yeah (laughs) so i like buying both games twice and not even playing them and i still spent less than i would pay for the switch version so yeah the
0: switch tax is a a bit much it's like very ridiculous but a little bit it is what it is i guess so um also coming to switch apparently uh, there's a rumor that bioshock collection and kingdom hearts story so far are both coming to switch so For those unfamiliar, that would be Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2, and the complete edition of Bioshock Infinite, followed by Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, and Kingdom Hearts 2.8, pretty much setting the stage for a Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, game is what that was used for on the uh, PS4. uh, That was used for on PS4, yeah. I, I had a blank because it was never released on Xbox, but they were announced for Xbox.
1: But they were announced, but they were never released. Were
0: they canceled? No, it was announced like recently. I think sometime oh. early this year they're coming to Xbox digitally or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So, the and the and those two are those two games uh, coming from coming to Switch come from just various links on NeoGaf and stuff like that of rumors.
1: You know, I might actually invest in Kingdom Hearts story so far if it's on Switch because I feel like Kingdom Hearts is better as a mobile game, at least the first few.
0: Yeah. I don't know. So maybe we finally get into them. I would for shits and giggles because I love those games and it would be fun to play them on the go. Yeah. If it plays well and doesn't look like really, you know, doesn't really look like Kakarot.
1: <laughs> like doodoo butt. Anyways, um, speaking of other ports, Horizon Zero Dawn is allegedly coming to PC, maybe. Um, this one comes from Kotaku. The PlayStation 4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn Will come to personal computers this year. Sources tell Kotaku it's an unprecedented uh, move—sorry, not movie—unprecedented move for Sony that signals a future in which the publisher releases games on platforms beyond its own consoles. Because this would technically be the first uh, first-party game by Sony released on PC. Um, this news comes from three people familiar with Sony's plans, all speaking anonymously because they were not authorized to talk to the press, and yet they did. Sony did not immediately respond to a request for comment which I'm sure it wouldn't, um, but this would be pretty shocking if true. It really I mean, would. True. Yeah. One day I'll play this game. I think it's up after Jedi Fallen Order. It's like two games down on my list. I have a, I have a note in my phone.
0: game is so good.
1: So I've heard. Remember the first time I took it out of the shrink wrap at E3 like three years ago? I still haven't played it since.
0: I That's good. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm real happy for me too. All right. What do you think the best-selling game of the decade is, Ahmed?
1: I mean, I already know the answer, so that's cheating. But listeners, <laughs> take some time and think about, picture in your mind the Just best-selling go ahead
0: game. And sit there in silence for about thirty-five seconds. And say to yourself, "What is the best-selling video game of 2019?" What is the best-selling of the game of decade. the
1: decade? Twenty thousand. I don't know. Wait. What am I saying? Twenty thousand. I would say 2010.
0: <laughs> Ahmed ASMRG. 2010 to 2019 anyways uh okay so there's a very interesting article of um from ign here on some just stats of games so according to the npd call of duty modern warfare was the best-selling game of the month for a third month in a row not too much of a surprise there uh but let's look at december's best-selling games uh starting at number one call of duty modern warfare jedi fallen order Madden NFL 20, NBA 2K20, Luigi's Mansion 3, Pokemon Sword, Mario Kart 8, which is ridiculous. Mario Kart 8? Yeah. Really? Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Pokemon Shield, and Minecraft. So, let's look at the best-selling games of 2019. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, NBA 2K20, Madden NFL 20, Borderlands 3, Mortal Kombat 11, Jedi Fallen Order, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2, and Mario Kart 8.
1: I am shocked by how many people actively still buy sports games. I feel like we've all grown out of that, but I guess I forget that other people exist that aren't me.
0: Correct. (laughs) So the top-selling games of the decade from 2010 to 2019, number one is uh, Grand Theft Auto V. No surprise there. That game sells so many copies, it's unbelievable. Uh, Followed by Call of Duty Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 3, Call of Duty Ghosts, Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty World War 2, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and Minecraft. It was literally the decade of Call of Duty. (laughs) Seven out of the ten are Call of Duty games.
1: And that's why they release them every single year.
0: Yeah, and they keep doing it, and they will continue to do so as they continue to be more and more popular. I mean,
1: yeah, it's just wild. And at least they're like generally consistently
0: good i don't think there's ever been one where it was like really flat out bad call of duty ghost is pretty bad but yeah i think that's the only one that comes to mind that was like bad enough
1: and call of duty modern warfare the newest one is like one of the best in recent memory is it not am i making that up
0: uh that's not an inaccurate statement i don't think i think i think you're right
1: yeah so pretty pretty crazy anyways i've never played a call of duty game i've never owned a call of duty game Wow. And I don't think it's time. I did download Call of Duty Mobile to try it out. And I haven't yet. But one day.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that's a step in the right direction.
1: Right. One day when I'm bored.
0: This last Um, one's all you.
1: Are you stressed? Are you tired? Are you feeling worn down at Mm -hmm, the end of a long mm -hmm, day? mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Why don't you treat yourself to some official Pokemon ASMR? Pokemon. The official Pokemon YouTube channel. Posted an ASMR video of Charmander sleeping by a campfire. And for 30 Wait minutes... Wait a
0: second. This is official?
1: Yes. That's what I was trying to tell you. Oh, anyways. Like, you can you can sit there and watch Charmander take a nice little relaxing nap around campfire. Twitch a little bit here and there. For 30 minutes.
0: Mm, anyways.
1: And just decompress. I'm watching it right now, and I gotta tell you. It's pretty cute. He lights the little campfire with his tail. Interesting. And I don't know what ASMR stands for, but it's ASMR. The A's <sighs> are S in the MRs. Oh my god. Can confirms. Can confirms. Can confirms Can <laughs> <Ken> confirms. <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's on their Japanese channel, so I don't think that you can I think if you search Charmander's Fireside Slumber, it'll come up. But uh yeah.
0: Okay, if I'm having trouble sleeping tonight, I'll, I'll listen to that. <laughs> Just
1: listen to a nice little campfire and watch Charmander. I don't think you're gonna have trouble sleeping. Something tells me. I don't know. I don't think I am have, have trouble either. <laughs> lay down and immediately
0: go to Snooze Town. <laughs> 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 do do uh, do 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 Snoozy um. Town.
1: <laughs> That's not even how the song goes. Funky Town. <laughs> Oh, I guess it does. It didn't sound right in my head.
0: Uh, Anyways, thank you all for listening. This has been What the Funcast. Episode 69, the Ahmed Doesn't Know Shit edition.
1: Truly. This is, yeah, that's it. Thank you for all listening. Thank you for all.
0: (laughs) I think we're done. Thank you for all listening.
1: Cut it. it. We're done. All right. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Thank you for listening. No episode next
0: week. Don't forget. We'll see you in two weeks
1: two weeks. Farewell, friends. Peace. Peace!